Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. Welcome to the CDM Podcast. I'm Ricky Pope. I'm a member of the CDM staff. Like, share, and give us a review. It really does help others find our podcast. And now you can download the Contagious Disciple Making app on your favorite app store. Join us on the app where you can join our community of disciple makers and learn from our podcasts, blogs, and videos that help you with practical skills for making disciples in your life and ministry. Your support allows us to create new content and help disciple makers just like you transform their communities with the gospel for the kingdom. I'm very excited to have Jolene with me today from Southern California to talk about some exciting things that are happening in her community and what it's like being a busy mother and a disciple maker at the same time. Uh, Jolene, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you on the CDM podcast. Uh, Thanks, Ricky. I'm really glad to be here. No, I know you've got some great stories to share with us, but tell us just a little bit about, you know, how did you get started into this this disciple making idea? Yeah, well, it, it's been um, it kind of just fell into place as we were living on mission as a family. Uh, really, for uh, five years ago, we moved into this neighborhood. We before we bought our house, we prayed for God to lead us to the right house where we could be um, a light among our neighbors and and love our neighbors. Um, Even the previous neighborhood that we came from, we really built relationships with our neighbors that we still keep in contact with today and shared Christ with them. And um, so we wanted to be in a place where we, God could use us. And so that was always part of our family, uh, the values of our family. Um, So even before I knew anything about uh, disciple making movements, um, we were loving our neighbors and, um, my kids would uh, pass out cookies to our neighbors and we um, have front yard barbecues and potlucks to try to get to know people. And um, so through that, uh, an opportunity popped up with some women um, to read the Bible. And I was trying to figure out what kind of Bible study to do with these women. Mm. And my natural thought was, well, there's plenty of great women's curriculum that I could buy, you know, women's authors that are great Bible teachers, and I could buy one of their books and we can go through it. And the Lord just kept impressing on my heart. Nope. I don't want you to do that. I just want you to read the Bible with these women. And so I, I had kind of asked around, I had a few friends that uh, work for some missions organizations and asked them um, for some recommendations. And one of my friends said, Oh, well, I do a discovery Bible study with uh, my lost uh, friends at my gym. And it's really neat because all you do is read the Bible and ask questions. And I thought that's exactly what I feel like the Lord wants me to do with these women. And so it started there and I literally Googled discovery Bible study and up came contagious disciple making. And, uh, this is, I think it was like way back when the, the website was just like, Paula just put the website together and, 
Um, I emailed and I said, can anybody from this organization help me know how to do a discovery Bible study? And uh, Paul reached out and he had a, um, a meeting with my husband and I, and we just shared our heart for our neighborhood and this great opportunity to read the Bible with these women that have never read the Bible before. Hmm. And, uh, and then he just said, well, that is awesome. And a lot of what you've been doing is what we um, coach people to do in, in DMM um, to build relationships with people. And I said, well, what's DMM? And he explained it. And, and then uh, he said, you know, we'd love to, I'd love to invest and coach your family for um, at least two years and, and to walk through this with you. And we were like, sure, this is great. So that's how it all started. And uh, since then, these women have all come to know Christ and be baptized. And I'm still uh, continuing to meet with them today. They're still, they're very good friends now and uh, they're learning how to disciple others and make disciples themselves. That's awesome. And that's honestly one of the things I love about contagious disciple making process, that it's all about uh, reading the scripture and asking some simple questions. Uh, and I run a couple of large Facebook groups that I work with and I see people po post all the time asking for, you know, what Bible study should my quote, you know, my group of this particular, you know, group of people read, you know, next. And uh, I'm always like, you know what, here's a simple way to do it. And uh, I show them a, a discovery Bible study and some people absolutely love it. And uh, it's great to see when people, when it really connects with people like it did with you. Now, uh, you've got kind of a disciple making community going on there. And uh, I know you've had some stories coming out of that disciple making community. Uh, one particular one you told me, um, and I wanted you to share a little bit about it because a lot of times, like, like I said, like you said, you know, you were thinking about, you know, there's what ladies curriculum could I use for this Bible study, but that doesn't feel right. A lot of times we've been trained in, what I would probably call traditional evangelism, you know, over many, many years, a lot of us have. And, but um, Discovery Bible Study is a little different way to look at that. And I think you've got a, a story that came out of your DMC that kind of addresses how to make that transition. Yes. Yes. So this is a pretty recent uh, story. There's a woman in our DMC. She just started coming. She's a, we, we know her really well. Um, and she actually uh, has been on the mission field uh, for many, many years in Africa. And she is an evangelist at heart. And she shares Jesus awesome. with people all the time, um, you know, on the bus, at the mall, on the street, anywhere she is, she's telling everybody about the gospel. And, um, but she started coming to our discovery or our, uh, our disciple making community because she really wants to learn how to disciple people. And so we talk a lot in our disciple making community about how our goal is not just to make converts. Our goal is to make disciples who multiply. Mm -hmm. And so she was really excited just to learn, um, how we do that and, um, and she's been just such a joy to our group. But she recently came and shared this story. Every, every time we have our group meetings, we start off with celebration stories. And, we, and they could be big, awesome, miraculous things or 
seemingly small little baby steps that we've taken, but everything moving forward is as we move forward, it's worth celebrating every step of the way. Um, and so we always ask like any stories this week of what God's been doing. And so this woman shared how um, she's been reaching out to her neighbors and building relationships with them for um, many uh, months, uh, year, even years. And um, she had this opportunity to start a discovery Bible study with one of her neighbors. And, um, she was so nervous. So she shared in our group, I was so nervous because she's used to sharing Jesus and, you know, just saying whatever she wants to say, whatever the Lord leads her to say. And, and, um, which is awesome, but like, this is like a specific, you know, uh, structure of a Bible study where you're not really doing any talking, you're allowing them to read the word. And then you ask the questions and funny, but that actually made her nervous because it's outside of what she's used to doing. And so she said, I had to rely on the Lord because I was so uh, nervous about doing it. Um, and she said uh, she was um, at, at the house and uh, with a friend and, and the, uh, she knew that she needed to go and start this discovery Bible study. It was a, it was a neighbor that said, I'm open anytime today I'm free. And so she said, I need to go. She felt like the Lord said, go now, go right now. Um, and, uh, so she just like jumped out the door. Um, Oh wait, I missed a part before he said, go right now. He said, you're going to go now, but first you need to eat something. You need to eat your lunch because she has like blood pressure issues. And so mm. she was like, the Lord wants me to eat. So she ate. And then she felt like the Lord said, um, the phone's going to ring, but don't answer it because as soon as you're done eating, you need to go or you won't go at all. And so then her phone rang and she didn't answer it. And, uh, so she was done eating. And then that's when the Lord said, go now, go right now and go out the door and do this discovery Bible study. So she went, she said it was a, a wonderful time. And this uh, friend of her, this neighbor of hers uh, uh, really enjoyed reading the scriptures. And then when it came to the end where it's, who are you going to share this with? Um, the, the neighbor shared a name. And then, then this woman in my DMC said, well, um, I'm not sure who I'm going to share with, but I, I want to share this story with another one of my neighbors, but I'm going to, I'm going to see if the Lord leads me to someone specific. Um, this week I'm going to be praying and, and walking and asking God to show me who he wants me to share it with. Um, and so then later that week, she, uh, was walking around and she felt like the Lord put, um, a few names on her heart of people, potential people. She could share this, the Genesis one, one to two, three story, the creation story mm -hmm. with. So she was walking her neighborhood and she went to this, the, this one house of this woman. Um, and then she felt like, Nope, this, this isn't, this isn't the house. And so she went to the next house. Um, and there was a neighbor outside, um, doing gardening, like, like cleaning up her yard and gardening. And she felt like the Lord said, this is, this is the one go, go, um, and talk to her. 
And so she went over and this is a neighbor that she didn't know really well. Um, but she began to, um, just it kind of compliment her yard and all the work that she's doing. And, and then the neighbor started sharing, yeah, I'm trying to, um, she started explaining all the things that she, all the plants she's putting in and all the things she's doing in her yard. And she was so proud of her, of her uh, yard work and the, like the way that she's decorated mm -hmm. it and lined up the plants. And she said, not a lot of people like my style of gardening, but I really like the way that I've done this. And then she took, she took, uh, my friend, this woman uh, back in the back into the backyard and said, let me show you this area. And she was explaining everything. And then she would stop and look at her yard and say, yeah, I just love my yard. And, and so then um, my friend said, you know, this is, this is so beautiful. I really like the, I really enjoy hearing uh, you explain how much you like gardening and all the things you love about your yard. And then um, my friend said, the Lord just reminded her, do you see how she's so excited about her creation and how good it is and how she's done an amazing job and she likes to enjoy her creation? Why don't you share with her the creation story? <laughs> so, so this woman uh, shared and just said, hey, you know, I want to share with you a story uh, from the Bible that really reminds me of what I'm seeing in you. And I really see in you that you've created this beautiful yard and you enjoy it so much and you enjoy sharing it with other people and telling people about it. And you enjoy even just looking at your creation because it's so beautiful. And so then she said, and there's a story in the Bible about God creating the heavens and the earth. And so she explained it. And then on the seventh day, he rested. And after each day, he said, and it is good and it is very good. And so, um, and she said, and I, I just wanted to share that with you because it just really reminds me of how you are creating. And so the neighbor um, looked at her and smiled and really felt like this connection with her. Um, so, so this woman came back to our DMC and shared this. And she said, because uh, really this story to me is really about her and her journey mm -hmm. of walking a new way of doing things and uh, relying on the spirit to guide her. But then, um, you know, experiencing the joy in, in, in just sharing God in, in a way that allows people to slowly discover him. So she said, I was just so excited and, um, to, to see that, that God actually brought me to the house of a person that was, you know, doing something relevant to the story I was supposed to share. Um, and so I just thought that was a really great example, um, of how, uh, when we, when we're doing discovery Bible studies, and even when we're talking about who we're going to share with God is in it and he leads us and he prepares the way and even the people and the situations, um, to, to share these stories with people. Yeah, it, it, that's amazing. That's a, a great example of, you know, being in the moment and, and knowing the Lord's leading to be able to share. And, uh, I know that's a big part of what we do with contagious disciple making. It's, you know, we build those relationships. We, we have those conversations and, uh, then we get into the discovery Bible studies at some point. Now, uh, now you are a, a busy parent and, you know, you've got kids 
running, you know, multiple places every day. And, uh, you know, you've got lots and lots of things that fill your plate. Um, what is it like for a busy parent to still be a, uh, a disciple maker at the same time? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. And I think it's an important one because a lot of moms, especially moms of young kids, um, get into this mindset that um, the only thing I can do is, is take care of my kids, which oftentimes is true. But uh, what I have learned is one of the best ways we can take care of our kids is to disciple our children. And one of the best mm -hmm. ways to disciple our children is to go on mission with our children and not to separate being on mission and doing ministry and then discipling our own kids. And it's not separate. And so from, from the very beginning of this journey, we've involved our kids. It's not a separate thing for us. Um, so like I said, when we moved into this neighborhood, um, our kids learned to pray. So anytime we got in our car and we drove out of our neighborhood, we would pray for God to prepare people to come to know Jesus. And so they learned from like age three and age, like right, right when my son was beginning to be able to talk, he's learned to pray for the lost and to prepare, to prepare the way. So they, they, we, they pray with the lost when we engage with our neighbors and, and, and uh, do front yard potlucks and parties and have neighbors over for dinner. My kids are part of that. They're part of planning it. They're part of inviting. We, when we make invitations, my kids pass it out on the door and they invite the neighbors. Um, and so all those activities, I'm we're discipling our children by engaging with the lost around us and building relationships mm -hmm. with our neighbors. It's not like I say, bye kids, I'm going to go build relationships with, with lost people and you need to stay home. Like they, they're part of it. And they, they learn to love the lost and love God's heart for the lost because they've watched their, um, their parents in that way. And, um, and so my, even, even the DBS, um, structure is something that you can do in your own family devotion. So like at the, at the dinner table, um, my husband and I read, read the scriptures with the kids and we ask the discovery Bible study questions. So they've learned how to do a discovery Bible study from that. And also when I'm doing discovery Bible studies with women in their homes or in my home, um, my kids often come with me cause I'm a homeschool mom. And so I, they don't just go to school and, and then I have my time to myself, like everywhere I go, they go. And so I often have to bring them to houses. So when I'm doing discovery Bible studies with women, um, they're with me and they're hearing it, or they're playing with the kids in the backyard while we're, the ladies are sitting on the porch and we're, we're talking. Um, and so they've, they've watched it and witnessed it. And because of that, they've had a desire to start discovery Bible studies on their own. And they, my daughter has led two discovery Bible studies. Um, and my son, he always says, mommy, I'm helping too. Don't just say that, that sissy is doing it. I'm doing it too. <laughs> so yes, yes. So my son and my daughter both have led discovery Bible studies with neighbor kids lost neighborhood kids who don't know Jesus have never read the Bible before. 
And my kids are age, uh, well, at the time when they did that, they were age nine and seven. Mm. And they're leading discovery Bible studies with kids that don't know Jesus. And I'm not even helping them. I'm, I'm sometimes just an earshot away and listening, um, but not, I'm not facilitating it. I'm not there, but they know how to do it and they want to do it and they have a desire to do it. And one of them actually like, um, there was a lull because it, there was holidays and stuff and it stopped. And my son was like, we need to start that again. When are we going to start that again? How we got to get the kids to come back. And so they, it's, I'm not making them do this. This is something they want to do. And so as parents, our job is to raise our children to love the Lord with all their hearts and souls and minds and strength and to love their neighbors as themselves. And so as I'm making disciples, my kids are along the ride with they're they're with us as a family we are family on mission we do not see ministry and parenting as like separate silos of life um we don't leave one to do the other um it's it is part of discipling our children and if our kids don't know how to engage the lost when they're in our own homes how are they going to know how to do that when they're out of the home and so i just really encourage all moms and dads um, that feel like they're busy it is not something that has to be separate from their normal day-to-day life. We all go to the grocery store. We, you know, we all uh, go get the mail. We can say hi to neighbors. So it doesn't have to be like you have to drive down to visit the refugee camp that's local or, you know, like it doesn't have to be, you know, driving across town to go somewhere else. It can just be your neighbors. It can be the people at your grocery store. It can be, the, the parents at your kid's school or, um, or the, the families in the soccer team, it doesn't have to be separate. And so um, you can be a busy parent, but also shift the way that you think about the, the everyday activities you do and think of them with the lens of Jesus, that everywhere you go, you are a light and be intentional. So maybe instead of sitting on the sidelines at the soccer team and just watching the kids and cheering on the kids, maybe think about, okay, you're already there and there's other parents too there. Why don't you have conversations with the parents? So it's not like you have to go out of your way. You just have to think, how do I be more, how can I be more intentional with what I'm already doing in the places that God's already placed me um, doing the things that I, I love doing and making disciples at the same time while I'm also discipling my kids. And so it's all, it's all the same thing. It's just a different way. It's a different mindset. You've been listening to the CDM podcast. I'm Ricky Pope. Please like, share, and give us a review. It really does help others find the podcast. And consider becoming a $5 a month supporter on Patreon to hear all of our premium content, including the second half of this podcast. Join us at patreon.com slash faithworks. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash faithworks. Or click on the link in the description. In part two, Jolene shares more tips and stories for being a busy mother and a disciple maker. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the CDM podcast. To hear part two, become a supporter on our Patreon page. If you're listening in the CDM app, you can click below or you can find the link in the description. For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app.